We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. P1, especially with Snell. But I made it work. Um, you know, a couple of Boston hitters here, some value there. And of course, we're going to break into the value later on to let you know how we made some of these lamps work. But yeah, it's not like you can roll out four or five Boston hitters with either of these pitches. So you got to get a little creative, but uh, we'll explain that as well. John, bottom bottom tier there of a two-pitcher site. I mean, I, I, personally, if I had to choose, I'd go Alexander over uh, through Smiley, but I don't really like love doing it. I get if you really need the savings and you didn't want to pay up a pitcher and you wanted to go like Flaherty in one of them and get every bat you want. Like I would totally get that thinking. Um, it's just for me, like I'm probably not going to do it. I mean, even Sparkman, I saw like we have him at 19% owned and it's like, if he's going to be, you know, chalky, I, I would just stack against him. Like I, I don't want a chalky Sparkman. If he was going to be 5%, um, or 7% like he was his last outing, um, that would make a little more sense. I just refreshed lineup HQ, too. We got him at 14% now. So that's at least on, on DraftKings, we got him to 14%. Any mid-tier guys, Pepsi, that we're looking at uh, that you can get to? And really, let's start uh, on FanDuel real quick. You're paying up for one of these guys, right? Paxton or Snell? Yeah, I'm trying to think now exactly what I did in Fanduel. I don't remember the lineups, but I don't think I got off of uh, Snell or Paxton. It's just, uh, I mean, both these guys have big time upside, and you know, Fanduel's a little bit easier price wise to get some guys in there. I think that with uh, some Paxton lineups, I was still able to get at least three stud Red Sox bats, and still has some uh, some surrounding bats that were decent as well. So I don't think I got off. I'm just kind of scrolling through to make sure here. You know what? I did have some fun with Dylan Cease a couple of times. Actually, now that I think about it, and uh, <laughs> kid's talented. Uh, yeah, the lease okay. is longer than we thought, right? He's going over 100 pitches and both yep. surprisingly. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're a patient team, and they've got some pop versus righties, but they also strike out quite a bit, I think the 11th most versus righties. So there is potential for a quality start here, a caper inning. So I threw him in a couple just so I could do some double stacks for fun, but the majority of my lineups uh, are all Snell and Paxton. How about you, John? Yeah, Anybody well, I think, else? I think on Fandle, you know, uh, you've got like uh, – Marquez, Cease, Plesac, all in that like 6K range, who I think we'll get some questions about. And I mean, Cease would be the number one for me. You know, he has some strikeout uh, upside. We've seen it. And like uh, Pepsi said, he's going deeper into games. I mean, I'd much rather pay 6,800 for him than what, 87, 9K on DK, something like that. So yeah, 9,100. I mean, I, I think he's a much better play on FanDuel uh Plesak is a guy who I think will be popular and it, that that top half of the order for Casey is kind of stingy when it comes to strikeouts you know wit but like if he can get through that like the bottom half of the order is not very strong they're not good hitters um so I, I could get playing Plesak on DK or uh FanDuel the guy I wrote up in the mid-tier though was Anthony Discafani and it was just kind of a pivot off of a chalky Jack Flaherty who I assume will be one of the two highest pitchers owned on the slate. Uh, I just think like if you're looking for a guy right around his price uh, and a team that has struggled with the bats, St. Louis, I mean, Discofani does a lot better to right-handed bats and he's going to see what six or seven righties today, mm-hmm. something like that. So um, I, I think it, it's, it could be a good start for him. I think he's half the ownership that Flaherty is. So I think in tournaments, that's a really good pivot. All right, right on, guys. Anything else pitching-wise before we get to uh, catcher? 
Yeah, and I'm interested. I agree with uh, I agree with uh, JSU and Discofani. Not only is he a nice pivot off of Flaherty's been pitching well lately, but that Cardinals lineup is very watered down. If you look at that lineup, they're missing some key bats there, Goldsmith especially. Um, that's the lineup I don't mind picking on, despite the ballpark here. So yeah, Flaherty's gonna be popular. I like it. Discofani might even be the better option now if you look at the lineups. And one other guy that I also used was uh, Armenteros for the uh, Houston Astros here. Kids talented, got strikeout potential. We know Texas will strike out a ton. I think there's potential for a quality start there and a strikeout parade, maybe more actually. So he's the one kind of sneaky arm that I got a piece of, just the one that's going to be basically, for the most part, uh, Flaherty and Discofani. So I think Armenteros is a nice little pivot off of those two guys in tournaments. All right, good breakdown, guys. I like that. Very thorough. Let's get to the catcher position. Um, Gary Sanchez. Christian Vasquez, I mean, Vasquez has just come on. He's blowing up 4-5 on DK. Sanchez is 4-6. Uh, Ryan LaVarre had a big night the other night. He's hitting ninth today against Flaherty. Uh, just throwing some more names out here. James McCann going up against Blake Snell. I think that's GPP only. And Luke Molly down there at uh, at 2K. So, John, let's start with you. What's the, what is the build here with catcher on DraftKings? Well, I mean, I think if you're not taking one of those top guys, you know, like a Gary Sanchez, Christian Vasquez at the top, um, you're kind of just pairing them with your snacks. I do kind of like if you weren't going to play Snout, you know, James McCann does do well against lefties, and you could take him if you uh, were trying to take a one-off against Snout. I I think that's a fine option. You got Diaz. I'm I'm really into Pittsburgh today against Smiley. He's got the platoon advantage. He's 3K. but yeah, I mean, you could go all the way down to Mali, um, but I, I think I'm it's more a just zero. I'm taking a yeah, zero with Mali. Yeah, it's like if you need the savings, but I, I don't really love it. it. Again, it's just like more of what who you're going to stack with if you're not taking one of those top guys. I will say though, on uh, Fanduel, Christian Vasquez is twenty seven hundred. Like I'm playing him on Fanduel. I think I think he's a great play, and I mean he's a he's been hitting the ball really well, and I think he'll get kind of left out um, honestly. Maybe a catcher first base play or yeah. a utility play. Catcher oh. first base. Right, what about you, Pepsi? What's your build there, catcher today? Yeah, I think Vasquez is the guy, and I've been riding him, you know, most of the season. He's been a really good hitter. Uh, the last couple of times I called him out, he said home runs for me, which has worked out well. Um, I don't really want to pay up for catcher. I want to pay up for pitching today just because I don't think there's a lot of great arms in that lower tier here. And, of course, Red Sox bats are expensive. So, it's interesting in FanDuel, like uh, JSU said here. I like the idea of that because he's not going to get a lot of uh, exposure. They're similar to Fantasy Draft, for example. You're not going to really use him as an infielder or, or utility guy. So I like that play at that price point. But Vasquez is the guy you can get there. Obviously, Sanchez is interesting, home run upside. But Luke Malley is the guy that I used in just about all my builds here. And it's because, you know, you can get a couple of good pitchers, if not elite pitchers, in there. With Luke Bally, there's a few other spots. We've got some savings as well, which allows you to pay for some of these bigger Boston bats later on. So, Malley's a terrible hitter, I'll be honest. But 2K is almost free. If he does anything, a hit, a walk, a run, we'll take it. I am I have no problem finding catcher today. And on most sites, I think you want to avoid a catcher other than perhaps Vasquez at maybe utility. I just want to avoid uh, Molly. And I think on on DK, you can get Ravello in there first base. I mean, he's hitting right there in the heart of the lineup. And if I was going to punt a position, that's probably where I'd go. Anything else on catchers, guys, or do we just move over to first base? I'd like to add that as well. If you're stacking a team and you haven't used your five bats yet, you always control that catcher in that too, right? I know somebody was asked about Diaz for uh, Pittsburgh. Obviously, if you're stacking uh, the Pirates, throwing Diaz in there. I mean, I think Diaz is a better bat than Mally too if you had the extra money. I believe he's, what, $1,000 more? So if you had that money, sure, Diaz is a better play. But in general, it's never a bad idea just to throw a cheap catcher in of your stack as well, guys, especially if, you know, a guy like Nelly's in the chalky. All right. Uh, and it used to be Dan Jansen. I mean, we used to get him at 2,100 every single week, and they finally figured out after about three months that he wasn't a $2,100 catcher anymore. <laughs> yes, that was, I enjoyed that for a while, too. That's kind of unfortunate. He was a game, he was a lock in cash. So first base, JSU. Um Rizzo at 5-1, wind's blowing in there. Josh Bell, 5K. Um, well, this is DK again. Where do you keep landing? Again, I'm going down at 2K, and I think Ravello there, that might be the place where I'm punting. I know you like DiSclefani. Here's a guy that's hitting third, though, in that lineup. It's not a great matchup, but instead of punting a catcher, I think – it'd be more of a first base where instead of where Molly's getting me zero, maybe this guy gets me three or five today, but uh, what's your build here at first base? 
Yeah, I mean, I think in cash you can do it. Absolutely. 2K on FanDuel. I mean, you know, you're probably not playing Discofani in cash anyway. So it's like, uh, I think that's a fine play if you want to do that and you need that savings. It makes sense. I mean, for tournaments, though, I, I think Josh Bell, even though lefty-lefty, Smiley uh, struggles to lefties, you know, even, even more, really, than righties, um, some of the numbers. So he's given up a 400 ISO to lefties. So I, I think Josh Bell is just uh, a tremendous tournament play. And I think some people would just look at the lefty-lefty matchup and maybe cross him out. But I think uh, he's my top guy for GPPs. I think Santana, Carlos Santana against Sparkman, um, is a great play as well. Um, and then Mark Canna against Pineda, if you wanted to take, you know, Pineda struggles a little more to righties than lefties. Um, I think given up around a 220 or 230 ISO to a right-handed bat. So I think you could take uh, Canna hitting cleanup, I think it is. Yeah, cleanup. If Canna's in there, they got 4.9 uh, 4. runs uh, projected today. I'm, I'm looking over there at Minnesota. My gosh, 5.6. I wonder how highly owned that stack would be today because that's astronomical. Boss, do you ever see like seven and a half runs on a, uh, on a, on a run total? You don't see that very often. My God, yeah. Boston. Oof, that's a, that's a high number to attain. Pepsi first base, I guess DK. And if you would be using anybody on FanDuel and you catch a first base plot, a uh, splot, your splot, your spot. Yeah, I really got a guy in each tier. I think, I think Josh Bell is a top player. He's actually a switch hitter. So, I mean, we prefer him from the left side of the plate, but he's going to have the splits in his favor versus uh, Smiley there, too. So, if you can get to anybody, obviously, it'll be easier to get to him on FanDuel, as CSU alluded to here. Uh, Mid-tier-wise, I don't think Joey Votto's an awful play. If you're not on Ravallo, uh, if, you, if you don't need to save that money, uh, I think Joey Votto's interesting. He's just too cheap, industry-wise, especially on DK here. And, and Ravallo, not a great hitter, but he's batting the middle lineup. It's a good ballpark. He's got some pop. He can hit for average. Uh, I think that's the play. If you're trying to go Paxton and Stellan Cash, for example, uh, Melee and Ravello at first base is likely the uh, the path to take in order to get some of these bigger Red Sox bats. And that's it. Gary Sanchez, anybody? Any takers whatsoever? Gary Sanchez going once, going twice. I mean, I think Encarnacion, Sanchez, all the Yankees to me are solid one-offs, but I don't love them versus Marquez. So, you know, you could show a guy like Carlos Santana, Jake Bowers, the Cleveland bats as well, like uh, – JSU alluded to. There's a lot of options here. There's just not a lot of great options. So it's either, in my opinion, you pay up for Bell or you go down to Ravello, unless you're more comfortable with Joey Votto saying cash, you, you know, he's going to probably walk a couple times. What's your take on the Yankees today, JSU? I mean, I, the Yankees are a fine stack. I think they'll be low owned in tournaments, but I, I'm not really, I'm not really honestly, to, unless I'm playing Sanchez, like I'm either stacking them or just fading them. All right, very good. Let's move on to uh, second base where uh, this is interesting too. So Whit Merrifield, you're paying up at 5-5 five, five for him on um, on DraftKings. And you switch over to uh, to FanDuel. It's, it's Altuve, Torres, McMahon, and Nico Gudrum. This is really – this is really different on both sides today. It's not even close. Um Honestly, this to me was the toughest position to try and come up with. JSE, let's start with you here. Um, where are you going? On? We'll start with DraftKings, throw a Fandle play in there too. But second base was the one. SP2 and second base were my two toughest decisions this morning. Yeah, I mean, I think Kipnis is the guy on DK3700. And I think he's the guy on Fandle too. At, uh, I think he's 3300 on Fandle. But like, there's not many plays, honestly, at second base on FanDuel. I think you're going back and forth between, like, I don't know, three guys, really. There's not many great plays there. But I think Kipnis would be the one, especially in cash, who I would look at. Uh, on DK, you could play Altuve at 4K, even in a tough matchup. I, th- I think that price is, is fair. Um, Tommy Edmond, if you're looking to go against Discofani, he's 4,300. He's been hitting pretty well. I think he'd be my favorite bat from St. Louis if I had to pick one. Um, and then for tell, me, tell me why Brad Miller keeps popping up in the bat. Remember I was talking to you about him. I said, oh, yeah, I forgot he's on, he's on Philadelphia. Why is Brad Miller popping up? Just because of the splits? Yeah, I mean, probably. He's a third, I mean, he's a third baseman on FanDuel, uh, but on DK, he's second and third eligible. So, I mean, you could play him. He is cheap. He's 3800 but I'm, I'd much rather Kipnis. Um, he's $100 cheaper on DK. Kipnis. Yeah. So, so he just doesn't 
like I just don't get there with him. I'm either going Kipnis or I'm going up a little higher. But um, another guy on FanDuel I think you could play is Garcia for the Cubs, mm-hmm. uh, hitting fifth. He's 2,900. Um, and he's actually, you know, in the games where he started, he's he's hit pretty well. So, I mean, like, I think I think there's a guy, if you wanted to pivot off of Kipnis, I think on FanDuel especially, like, that'd be where I would pivot. I think that the big thing working against Garcia today is the wind blowing in at Wrigley. By the way, it was awesome with the wind blowing out. But what happens in Chicago, I think they got the tarp on the field right now. You could have five innings, the wind blowing out at 20, and then the temperature drops 20 miles an hour because there's something coming in off the lake and it completely changes things. That's interesting, Pepsi. Um, Maybe we can get to the Cubs in a little bit, but give me your top three on DK at second base and what's the play on FanDuel? You know, I think that second base is definitely the worst position. I, I do agree with JSU that Kipnis is pro the play, especially on DK. He's fine on FanDuel as well. I also had some cheap value in Brock Holt and Scooter Jeanette as I mixed and matched lineups a little bit, you know, more so on FanDuel where they're both $2,600. They got some pop. You know, and Brock Holt's the kind of guy that probably needs to get two or three hits to make it work today. But, you know, against uh, Wojciechowski and that bullpen, that ballpark, he can certainly do that. So, yeah, it's not a position I love. I think on DK, if you can pay for anybody, I might go to Kevin Newman if I was playing cash today, if I could make that work. But, again, second base is another position where I want to save money. But, you know, Newman leading off versus a very hittable smiley is interesting. And, again, it comes down to stacks. If you're on the Yankees, it's LeMahieu. If you're on the Jays, it's Gurriel. So, you know, that's the kind of thing I want. But because there's no standout, I thought, why not save the money and pay up elsewhere? So I think Kipnis is likely your best bang for your buck. All right, so let's yeah, get I like, yeah, I like that Newman call. I, I have him as a shortstop just because of Fandle. He's I'm pretty sure he's shortstop eligible. Yeah. But yeah. That's, a, that's a great call at second. You play him at second or short on DK, but he, on Fandle, he's shortstop. And he's more just a GPP, right? Or you like him in uh, cash, too? I, I mean, I think you could play him in cash, honestly. Yep, yep. second shortstop in cash on uh, – on DK too. All right. So Devers is going to be, is he going to be the highest on third baseman today? Even with that salary, he's uh, five, five on DK. He's four, five on FanDuel. He just, I mean, the chances of getting a home run out of him are very, very good. He went off last night for 30 plus points on DK Pepsi third base. You have to find a way to get Devers in today. I don't think you have to. I think Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is in a great spot. Swung the bat better the last couple of games. Uh, he's uh, very, very reasonably priced in history Y here. So I think he may be more popular just because of the price point. Again, you know, we talked about saving position a catcher in first base to get, you know, maybe a Paxton style combination or a, a Paxton style with a mid-tier arm. And Vlad Jr. is another way to do that. I love Devers. I'm going to have a ton of exposure to Devers. More so on my DK and, uh, sorry, on uh, Fandle so I can go to utility and get the both in as well as fantasy draft. But on DK, where you got to pick one, I'm going to end up with more Guerrero over, over Devers. I don't know what I got off of it, those two, to be honest. Um, I think there's merit to Jose Ramirez. He's starting to swim the bat much better as well. And I don't think he's been nearly as popular as those two. And, of course, for cheap home run value, Jung Ho Gong is my boy. I love him versus lefties. You could go there as well. But for me, I'm thinking I made six DK lineups. I never got off of Devers or Vlad. Again, you can play them both elsewhere where I love it. But Vlad, the slight edge because of price, but Devers is your boy. If you can get to anybody, Devers is definitely the best bat in terms of third base. Vlad is $2,100 cheaper than Devers on DK. And I think it's a pretty big spread there on Fandle too. JSU, is it worth paying up for Devers today? I mean, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, I don't think think he's going to be supremely chalky, though, just because of Vlad being so cheap. And there's other guys at this position who, you know, are really viable plays. Um, you know, you got, uh, I think Nolan Arenado as a tournament play is awesome on DK at 4,200, but I think you could play him honestly in cash at that price. Uh, he's just such a good hitter. Um, and he's going up against the lefty. Like I think that price on FanDuel's 4K, so that's a little more expensive. But Arenado, like, he's a great play. Just hands-down tournament, whatever. I mean, more of a tournament play, but I think at, on DK, you could play him regardless. Um, already mentioned Edmund, who is third-base eligible as well as second. You could play um, Marwin Gonzalez, who's 3,900. I assume the Twins will be have you know some ownership, uh, but he's just a cheap bat. 
He is outfield eligible on FanDuel, though, at 2,700, but third base on DK. Um, and then Jung Ho Gong and Jose Ozuna on FanDuel is 2,400 and third base eligible. So that's just a cheap guy. Um, Gong is actually shortstop on FanDuel. So Ozuna would be just a cheap third baseman if you needed a filler. He's hitting sixth. Where are you on Vladdy? Um, I think he's a great play, but in tournaments, I'm probably going to fade just, just because he's going to be very chalky. I mean, he's 3,100 on FanDuel and his price on DK is, it's 3,400. I mean, yeah, he's just going to be uber chalk. So I'm just going to fade and, and hope that he doesn't do, uh, do anything crazy. I mean, you're fine with Vlad and Cash, right? There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think he's the highest-owned third baseman in Cash for sure yeah. at that price on DK. It's not Pepsi, is he the lock in Cash there then at, at the price point that he's at? I mean, Vlad is a big discount, and you're right. I mean, he's been – he hit a grand slam last night. He's hit the ball well. Yeah, he, he's your Cash game plan. Again, it depends on how you're doing things. If you're going with a Paxton Snell lineup, you're going to have to go, you know, Maley and Ravello and, and Vlad. Uh, if you went to Discofani or a Flaherty in the middle, maybe you can get up to a Devers. So it's really up to you, you know, how your lineup build is. I don't think you can go wrong here. The savings of Vlad is fantastic, and the upside of Devers is really good here. Uh, but I think overall, Vlad's probably the better play if you can save that money and then load up on, say, you know, three Red Sox bats later on, for example. Now, that's what you want, right? You want to try and get to those uh, to the three Red Sox bats. Anything else, guys, at third base? Or are we going to head over shortstop? Shorts up, beautiful. Let's do it. Um, Xander Bogots. I mean, if you <laughs> if you spend up on the Red Sox today on DK, you're paying over twelve thousand. Twelve one to get Devers and Bogarts. Look at you smirking over there, Saravian. Why are you smirking about that? That's easy to get to. Yeah, it is, but just like it's 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 well it is if you punt down at pitching if you're gonna punt you can do it or take two mid-tier guys like you could get there the problem is I just don't see tons of people paying for both of them I think most people are gonna pick one of them even in stacking it's just it's just so hard to get them both in a um it's for people they're not gonna want to get both of them in a lineup it's not that it's hard it's that just I know people won't do it like you see it all the time um they should do it though like both those guys should be in a lineup and it's really like i said like you can do it we have super cheap pitching on FanDuel that you can get to uh pepsi talked about cease um you know even marquez yeah armateros like there are ways to do it i'm just telling you that most people are going to pick one and it's and it actually can be done where you can get both of them in so you want to be a little contrarian play both of them um like on FanDuel, Bogarts is 4,200. He's the third highest priced shortstop. So like on FanDuel, he's going to be the one I think that's picked for sure um, if they had to choose between one of them. Um, other guys I think in tournaments you can play though. Um, Trevor Story, I think you can play. He's 4,100 on FanDuel. Um, Jung Ho Gong, 2,700 cheap on FanDuel. Kevin Newman is 3K. I think he's the uh, cash I think he's the cash guy if you're not spending up to Bogarts. I think he's the guy I would play in cash. So you got Bogarts um, and then Devers. So Devers, we got 17% ownership on DK. This is the latest on lineup HQ. And then um, we got uh, Bogarts at uh, 15%. So again, you know, if you're, if you're just playing one of them, you better pick the right one. But Pepsi, uh, third base, we are – a shortstop, I should say. Back to shortstop there. Is Bogarts your guy? Uh, is Lindor – can Lindor do the same thing as Bogarts today? Well, he can. But before I get there, I'd like to go back to what JSU was saying. And he broke it down really, really well in explaining that most guys are not going to do the Bogarts-Devers combination. I love the way he talked about this and be a contrarian. Because a lot of guys are going to pick one, like he said. And then you want the Boston outfielders, especially Betts and JD. Those are the two popular guys, right? So – some of my combinations are actually Bogarts, Devers, and just one of Betts or JD. And then I care flip it and take the other one because that's the way you'd be a contrarian. So I think that was a great breakdown from JSU and he's bang on guys. He's bang on. So take his advice and uh, try to be a little different. Those two guys. And I love the idea of getting Bogarts and Devers in there. I made six laps on DK and four on Fandle, I believe is what I ended up getting jammed in here before we got on here. I didn't use anybody else but Bogarts. 
And I just don't like another shortstop. I had the money because of those positions that I saved at. Again, I got some Devers in there. I got some Vlad Jr. at third to make it work. But uh, Bovert is my guy. Can Francisco Lindor do it? Absolutely. He is the pivot off of him for sure. He's got Jack in a bag upside every game. The matchup versus Sparkman is a good one. I know Sparkman was brilliant last game, but again, it was more about the matchup. It's a guy that doesn't strike anybody in it. So I, I think Lindor is in good shape. I think VR is a nice pivot. You know, GSU talked about Kevin Newman as well. Gregorius has home run upside. And again, guys in your stacks. Newman and Gunn for Pittsburgh. Uh, Didi for the Yankees. VR if you're going to Baltimore. Um, you know, but I think that Bogarts is just far away and had the best bat there. Uh, because of how expensive he is in DK, I'm not sure he's going to be all that popular. And you mentioned, what, 15%? I love that, which is why he's in every lineup. JSU also says he's only 42 on FanDuel. That's too cheap. So, again, I just – I didn't get off Bogarts. And, again, I don't make enough lineups on Sunday morning to uh, to do some crazy things here. But, uh, yeah, 100% Bogarts today. I don't even know who my number two guy is. And I mentioned a bunch of names as one-offs, but I honestly don't know who number two is. I guess it's Lindor, but I feel like I don't even have to have him. You guess it's Lindor, but you know, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I again, it keeps going back to Devers and Bogarts for me and trying to jam those guys in and kind Get of sucking both. it up at SP2 is, is the problem. And I don't want to go too low on SP2, but that's what you got to do. And then, I mean, on FanDuel, it's just going to be easier to jam them both in, right? Because you can go with that mid-tier one pitcher. Yeah, yeah, you can go, like like JSU said, you can go to Disco Fondi, you can go to Armenteros, you can go to a Cease if you really wanted to get them in there, even Flaherty, uh, and you should be able to get them both in. And again, like you said, you, you know, you're know, you not going to see both there. And Fandle, which is interesting, you can do Bogarts, Devers, and Vlad, which is really nice. And I've got a couple combinations of that, too. So uh, it should be fun. All right, guys, outfield. Let's just go back to the Red Sox real quick here. And the value on DK – it's got to be J.D. Martinez, almost $1,000 less, right? Seven, seven, $800 less than Mookie Betts. Um, and Martinez just wasn't putting up numbers till yesterday. He just went absolutely bananas. If you're picking between one of the two, salary included, JSU, Betts or Martinez? I mean, I like, I like Betts the most, but it, with the you know salary that you're saving in cash, I – I get playing Martinez over Betts. If I had to choose one, though, it would be Betts for me. I think most people are going to play Martinez with the discount mm-hmm. um, on both sides. You get a discount. So I, I think if, if people had to choose one, and I think also Jackie Bradley is going to be kind of popular today as a cheap punt. So I think people are going to do the combo of Martinez and Bradley um, with one of those you know, shortstops or one of Bogart's endeavors um, and then kind of fill – the rest in that way so i i think it for me it would be bets if i'm talking tournaments 100 percent it would be bets um but i i have no problem with martinez in cash you're saving 600 dollars on fanduel between bets and martinez the the savings is just gigantic on uh on DraftKings. pepsi uh start with just these two guys martinez and bets and then we'll just break down the rest of the outfields I find it interesting because usually, like JSU alluded to, it's easy because bets are more expensive. You're going to see JD higher on, but JD's been kind of cold. Bets is rolling. I'm going to give the edge to Bets just because he can do it all. He's got the legs. He can steal your base. You know, he's he sitting at the top of the order. Maybe he gets that extra at bat. He's got the pop. So I'm going to give the edge to, to Bets and hope he gets at least five at bats here. I love JD as well. If guys are getting off him because he's been cold, I think that's interesting. But JSU, again, he's right with the Bradley being a cheap option. He's probably your best value play across the industry. He's too cheap everywhere, swinging a hot bat, great spot for him. But Ben Intendi is the interesting one here. I'm not a big fan in general. When I stack Boston, I tend to fade him. I feel like maybe I should have got more of him because I think he's going to get ignored today when you consider that Betts and J.D. the top two bats. Bradley's cheap. Ben Intendi is going to go overlooked. He also has Jack in a bag upside here in this ballpark. So I think he's interesting. I might not have enough exposure to him. But uh, I still would rank him fourth overall. So to, to answer in a long-winded way, I would go Betts and then JD. But I may flip them in GPPs if people are getting off JD because he's cold. But as JSU said, because of that price point, I, he may not be more popular. All right. So here's the other. Let, let's get to the tiers here in DraftKings, guys. So it's uh, Martinez and Betts. I, I think that'll be it'll be interesting to look at. But up top. Again, in the outfield, Whit Merrifield, we've not brought him up. Uh, Betts, Danny Santana at 5-4, Mercado. Orlando Mercado the last couple of nights has been cleaning up. Uh, unfortunately, his price is just too much at 5-3 now. 
Starling Marte at 5K. JSU, I don't know if you had uh, any marks. I think you did have him in your GPP pool, didn't you? Yeah, I had him, and I tagged him in the stack with the Pirates. It was one of my favorite stacks. So, I mean, I, I'm on the Pirates today. I think, honestly, like, one through eight, I'm trying to look at stacking in a way. So, like, that's that's what I'm doing personally in my in my two lineups or three lineups, sorry. Um, but I, I, I just think, like, attacking Smiley is – going to be one of the things I like want to do so I want to try and get as many of those Pittsburgh bats as possible so everybody's screwed if Smiley goes off and actually has like four good innings and turns it over the bullpen yeah I don't know I'm curious I thought Pittsburgh's gonna be a sneaky stack but maybe I'm wrong in that I just figured people aren't going to roster the Pirates because they're boring the ballpark's not great they don't hit lefties I know Smiley's been awful but I'm curious now with you talk about how popular they might be do, do we think that they're over – nobody's over 20% in Pittsburgh, are they? No, I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to be popular. I wrote them up in a GPP as one of my favorite stacks, but I don't think they're going to be popular. Okay. Um, Diaz, we got Diaz at 8% on DK. We got Marte at 9% on DK, and everybody else is 2 3 and 4%. Yeah. Yeah, popular. that's what I would say. Okay. That's what I was kind of thinking going in here. And I know that so we got a little bit of the weather concern, but I think the game gets in. For those that are concerned, I mean – I'm not a meteorologist by any means or a weather expert, but, you know, we watched a lot of baseball and, and we, we know the conditions somewhat. I think the game gets in. I think it would be risky to play pitchers there, which we don't want to do, but the weather's not scaring me off the Pittsburgh bats just to let everybody know if they're curious or my thoughts there. No, unless Kevin Roth does an excellent job. And if you ever want to just, you know, back it up, the National Weather Service does a pretty good job too. And I go to weather.gov and right now the precipitation pot- potential doesn't get above 30% until about three o'clock. So they're going to get some of this. They're going to get at least two innings of this, uh, two hours of this game. And I'm not worried about it whatsoever. And as far as the pitching goes, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, are you, you, are you guys using either one of these pitchers? No, I wouldn't recommend uh, that at all. So we no. don't have to worry. Yeah. So I think that's, that's absolutely fine. All right. So we go to bell at five K um, Gallo is always an option, right? In, uh, in GPP Marte, we had brought up, uh, Chris Bryant, wind's blowing in. Air Jordan, Alvarez. Mm-hmm. How about him? Always G- GPP eligible, right? It's kind of like he is the Joey Gallo right now of the Houston Astros. JSU, yeah. how much? How about Jordan? You got? Yeah, I mean he's definitely a great play. I think him and Joey Gallo are both great one-off plays today. If you just want like you know home run upside, um, those two guys you know have to be at the top of that list at least. Um, but I mean, other guys that have that type of like home run potential in the outfield, uh, Guriel Jr. for Toronto hitting really well against lefties. Um, you know, we talked about Mookie and JD. Um, I think, uh, contrarian one-off Jesse Winker against Chalk Flaherty is a really good play. Flaherty struggles a lot more to lefties. Winker is 3K on FanDuel. It's pretty pretty cheap. Um, I do like him. Brian Reynolds for Pittsburgh in the outfield. And then uh, oh, Max Kepler hitting leadoff for Minnesota. He's 3,400 on FanDuel. Um, there are a lot of, like, good, strong, like, I would say, like, power bats or home run potential bats. But uh, another guy who's cheap, who we didn't talk about at third on DK, but he's outfield eligible on FanDuel, is uh, Van Meter. For Cincinnati, if you just want a super cheap punt, he's 2700 on DK. He's third in outfield eligible. Um, and then he's, I think he's 2100 on FanDuel, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, 2200 sorry, on FanDuel. And he's outfield eligible only. But um, I, I don't think he'll be as highly owned just because I think a lot of people are going to be on Flaherty. So they're not going to want to probably take him. But he's he's super cheap and he's not a bad hitter. You know, there was something that I actually um, was looking at with these two. I go back to the Pirates again, and a lot of people are going to be on the Pirates. Now, I think it's a $300 differential between Starlin Marte and then um, who was that, Reynolds at the top. Who would you give the edge to there, both of you guys? I mean, Marte's a badass. Yeah, I mean, that's that's tough. I like the power Reynolds. I like the fact that Marte can do a little bit of both. I think you have to play them both in a stack. Uh, cast games, give me the savings. I'll go Reynolds, I guess. How about you, JSU? <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'll take the savings with Reynolds. 
but I agree. I think you want to, if you're stacking that, like uh, one through five or that the one through six, like that half of the order, I, I wouldn't leave out um, either of them. Like I would have them both. Now, if you're stacking the bottom and you're trying to be really different, then that's, that's different. That's one thing I would, I would definitely try and leave one of them off. But uh, if you're stacking, you know, that top six, I would definitely have both of them. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. Well, Jorge Soler, I think, is a GPP play against Plesak. Him and Dozier from the Royals look pretty good. But um, here, here's an interesting one. We talked about Reynolds at 4-7. Guys, what about Bryce Harper at 4-7? Yeah, actually, I've, I've got Harper down as an interesting uh, an interesting pivot in the outfield as well. I mean, Boston, we know the outfield is going to be very popular. I think the pivot off of Boston is probably the Minnesota outfield. You got, you know, Cruz, Kepler, Rosario. Love Kepler and Rosario, especially with lefty bats. They're interesting. And for one-offs, Outside of maybe Aaron Judge, who I think is probably the top one-off bat versus Marquez, even though I don't want to pick on Marquez, I think Harper's that that next guy that you could certainly go to in the end, you know, in terms of expensive bat. Yeah, and again, it came back down to the pirate bat for me, and then uh, I'm with you on Kepler. He's hitting leadoff today, and he's $100 cheaper than Bryce Harper. So those there's there's a lot of interesting decisions. It was a lot easier for me um, there. I'm I'm still really leading Harper. He's got a hotter bat. He's got a nice matchup today. We like what's going on there. Maybe the ballpark isn't perfect, but I think those are two guys, Kepler and and uh, Bryce Harper, that would be interesting. JSU, uh, Harper, Kepler. You on the on the Twins bats too? Again, we we mentioned it. Their run total sky high. Yeah, I talked about Kepler uh, already being a good one-off play. I, I like him a lot. Um, Thirty-four hundred on Fanduel is just too cheap for him, so I, I really like that that price. I think Harper's fine in GPPs. Don't mind him. I think Kingery is a, a good play too. Um, on FanDuel, I think he's six or $700 cheaper than Harper, 3,500. So, I mean, like I, I like him leading off a lot. I think that's, that's a good play if you want to take a Phillies bat. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't argue with any of those plays. I Totally agree with Pepsi too that Minnesota outfield is a good way to pivot off Boston. That's a good stack to pivot off with. Uh, your guys' thoughts on Jackie Bradley? He's going to be popular. This is cash that we're talking about coming off another big night, batting seventh. So he's up to seventh against Wojciechowski in that ballpark in Baltimore where you can just mash and, and hit it down the right field line. Is Jackie Bradley, uh, he's got to be in the mix, right? He's yeah. Not he- cash lineup though. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't have to get him in cash just because you love all the other Red Sox bats, but he's one of the top, uh, you know, dollar-for-dollar players on the side, I think. Yeah, in, in cash, I can't I can't tell you to get off, get off of him. Like, in GPPs, I, I would totally – nothing wrong with fading him, though. Like, but in cash, he's cheap. Uh, going down a little bit lower here, you mentioned Josh Van Meter. Um, There's more – I mean – is that just GPP? I feel like you could play him a cash at 2-7 on DK. Yeah, I think you could. I just don't think a lot of people are going to because they're going to be on Flaherty. Like, Flaherty is going to be the highest owned, so I don't think a lot of people are going to want to take a bat against their pitcher. But, I mean, even in – like, I think you could do it at his super cheap price if you needed to. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think most people will. So Hey, Pepsi um, – being up there in Toronto. Give me a little Randall Gritchick love today. You got any for him? We talked about Guriel, talked about Guerrero. Is Gritchick a, a one-off in cash or you're just putting him in your GPP lineups if you're stacking the Blue Jays? I always think he's a better one-off GPP play just because of the fact that it's it's kind of home runner bust for him a lot of times. And he's definitely a guy you want in your J stacks. One of my favorite value bats though in terms of one-offs. Uh, I also like Nick Castellanos, Dexter Fowler, and Jack Bowers. All those guys are fairly cheap, uh, decent one-off plays. But um, I would say Castellanos is your better one-off uh, bat in terms of uh, cash, and Grichuk would be a guy that I like in GPPs. Anything else about today's slate? Either one of you want to throw in there? I want to do a quick recap for the guys, and maybe a later or two just hopping in, and then we'll get to the questions. Any Anything yeah. else? Yeah, I mean, you talked about Grichuk. I kind of like Teoscar uh, Hernandez. Um, he's hitting seventh, so I don't think he'll get a lot of ownership, but hitting the ball well the last couple of games and uh, – He's got a ton of power. So, I mean, he's definitely got home run upside. Um, I, I think that's a good play that people will be very low on. People will forget about him, but I, I like that play. All right, guys, let's just recap pitching real quick. We're getting a lot of questions on the premium chat here. So um, it comes down to a, a 
question between Snell and Paxton at the top, right, JSU? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Flaherty's pretty much locked in for most people. So I, the question is, you know, do you want to go Flaherty Paxton or Flaherty Snell for for a lot of people? I, again, um, my answer is if you can get to Snell and you like your lineup, then I think that's the best combo for cash. Um, but if you need that fifteen hundred dollars, there's nothing wrong with Paxton or um, and Flaherty. Like they're, they're both good options. I'm assuming most people are going to take that extra cash uh, price discount and go to Paxton, which again, I have, I have no problem with like, that's, that's totally fine. Hey, are you fine with these Clefani too? It's a $200 savings. Would you even mess with that in cash? In cash? I mean, I honestly, like, I think he's a really good play like that. Like Pepsi was talking about how watered down their lineup is too. And like, you know, I think he's, I, I think he, you could play him in cash. Um, one thing about cash, though, like, I, I don't try and get, like, too sneaky. Um, but, again, I don't know. I, I guess it's not really that much of a sneaky play anymore as I thought it was going to be in the in the morning when I wrote him up. So, I mean, maybe he'll be a little more popular. But I think you could do it, honestly, if you needed that $200 savings. Like, were you pairing Flaherty and Discafani? Like, or were you doing, like, Paxton and Snell and, like, you needed – That's what I'm or thinking. Paxton or Snell and you needed $200? Like – I don't know. I mean, I, I think you could do it though. I mean, we got Flaherty at twenty nine percent. We got Di Scafani at fourteen percent right now on DK. Pepsi, yeah. um, you know, is it Flaherty, Paxton, Flaherty, Snell? Any other pitchers you throw into your cash pool? I'm pretty much right on board with JSU here. I think you can get to Snell and you're comfortable with Snell. Uh, if you can't, uh, Paxton's fine. I think he's he's definitely a one A uh to snell's one uh and mid-tier i give descafani the edge in jeep inserting cash definitely uh, oh, sorry flaherty the edge in cash flaherty's the better pitcher descafani is even more interesting now because of the water down st louis lineup but flaherty's the better pitcher in cash i think the only reason you can offer flaherty that mid-tier is to uh, be a little different in gpps and you can throw armenteros in there as well and more savings some striker potential but uh yeah i mean in cash i don't hate the idea of flaherty descafani right now to be honest but Man, Snell and Paxton both got some big-time upside there, so you'd have to get a gem at a bowl. So I still think the better play in cash is, is to get the Snell. But uh, JSU, in cash, with that St. Louis lineup being fairly watered down, do you think you can – would you safely roll up Flaherty and Discofani in cash? Uh, I, I mean, I think it's a strategy you could do. I don't think it's a strategy that many people will will do, though. I mean, that that's – that that pairing will be very low owned in cash or really anywhere. I mean, I think it could be viable. Honestly, you might get that gets you more savings. I mean, yeah, not a bad idea. Honestly, I, both of those guys could easily get you 15 to 20 points, 15 to 20 points. I, I think they could Flaherty and Discafani. They both could get yeah. you 15 to 20. Like, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. You gotta I, do the math. I, I, you gotta so. do the math. I think that Blake Snell, personally, I think Blake Snell is gonna have a much bigger day than Paxton. I think Blake Snell Blake Snell can get you 35 to 40. Like, that's you what know what I mean? And that's like, what I'm banking on today. Yeah. The question is, what do you do? Do you go do you go to Sclafani? Do you have to pay down at a bat somewhere? You know where are you going? So well, you know it's interesting. I just played around with it, Discofani and Flaherty. I never thought about it in cash, but if you go Melee and Ravello, our two top value plays at Ketron first. You can pretty much get everybody one in there. You can get you can get Devers and a couple of Red Sox outfield bats. If you go to Vlad as well with Mailey and Ravello, you can get anybody you want in there. So I agree. I still think Snell's the top play, and you go there, and Paxton has the upset as well. But I don't hate Flaherty and Disco fine just because of how much I like Boston and how many bats I want to get. Instead of getting two of them, you can get four if you go this way. So it's an interesting take. I wouldn't say it's the top way to go in cash, but like JSU, I think I would be okay with it at this point. Yeah. Yeah, again, second base and SP2 uh, were the big questions for me today. Let's get to some of the uh, the questions here. And what do we got, about 10 minutes to lock? 10, yeah, just about. Do we did uh, just throw out the favorite stacks, just yeah, get those out there? Did we do that? Yeah, let's do it. as well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. Um, well, for me, anyways, my, my favorite stacks, Pittsburgh won. Uh, um, they're the top stack for me against Smiley. Uh, honestly, I would stack the top or bottom of the order. Like, I think you could do both. I think you could do a wraparound stack. Like, 
there's so many different ways to go with this Pittsburgh lineup. There's a lot of value plays too, um, especially on FanDuel. So it's you could do a lineup and put Snell as your pitcher very easily. Um, other stacks I like uh, after that, Cleveland would be the next one for me. I like the lefty specifically against Sparkman. Um, you know, Lindor, Santana, Bowers, we talked about. He's a cheap one-off. Um, I, I, I like them a lot. And then uh, the Twins would be the next stack. Uh, Kepler, uh, Rosario, uh, even Sano, who's hitting fifth, moving up in order. Um, I, I think they're they're a great uh, pivot off of Boston, like we said, in the outfield. What you, what's your stacks here, Pepsi? Well, we know Boston's number one is going to be the chalkiest. I think in terms of an overall team stack, I think Minnesota's where I would go next just because they've got the big potential there. I think Cleveland's interesting as well. I may not get a lot of ownership there. Um, and then for sneaky, you know, I, I like Toronto and Pittsburgh as sneaky stacks. Again, how sneaky Pittsburgh is going to be now. But we talked about the ownership being pretty low there, but a lot of people talk about them. But uh, I feel like Pittsburgh could go either way. They're so bad versus lefties that Smiley could be good. And mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh could also rake versus him too. So that's probably where I'm sitting here now. All right, guys. Um, let's hit some questions here up on the chat, the primo chat. Uh, you've done a good job with it already, Pepsi, but let's get it. Good morning to you too, Flores, Mark. How the hell are you? Uh, Corey Hall, 23. Guys, DK Cash, Vasquez or Sanchez? I think in cash, I'm going to go Vasquez. Save mm. that money too, and uh, I just better match up, better ballpark. I mean, you're saving $100 on DK though. Oh, yeah, it's not much of a savings there. I was thinking Sanchez is 50. I'm still going to go to Vasquez for some reason. I mean, I, I don't want to pick on Marquez. And not only is Wojciechowski terrible, but the ballpark obviously is great. And the Baltimore bullpen is the worst in baseball. So give me Vasquez, even though it seems strange to say. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Give me Vasquez. Your Vasquez. All right. Very good. I like that because that's, that's an interesting um, decision to have to make. Guys, Manny taking over wants to know three Cubs for cash. For FanDuel, is that too much? And again, the wind's blowing in. We got some uh, precipitation going on there. Three Cubs for cash on FanDuel. Too much? It, it might be. We didn't really talk much about the Cubs. They're facing what a rookie lefty, followed by, you know, Concho, who's been awful. But it's like, do you want to start the lefties or the righties here? If you're going with Rizzo and cash, you might see a lefty for at least one at bat, which is an ideal, I guess. I mean, Depends who they are. If you're paying a lot of money for them, I would say, yeah, I got an issue with that. I'd rather put that money in, into Boston. It's a little safer. I think that the Cubs are kind of boom or bust here. I like them as a sneaky GBP play if they're not popular. But in cash, I'm paying up for Red Sox. I mean, if the Red Sox go off, even if they score eight or nine runs, you're way behind the field in cash by playing Cubs. So I just I don't think that's the risk I want to take in cash. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, for, for me personally, I – I'm assuming it's not like three value or two, two value guys. You know what I mean? Like I would say two personally, like I think Rizzo's you could play him as like a sneaky in like a tournament uh, play. I think they're fine, but like, I, I don't know. Three just seems like a lot for me. We need to talk about Hendricks. Like as a pitcher, I mean, like yeah. you could You're not get strikeouts. Yeah. You could throw Hendricks out against San Diego just because they strike out so much against righties. I mean, I would much prefer him on FanDuel, though, at 8,700, as opposed to, like, 10-2 on DK. All right, very good. Um, quick question, guys. Kind of did this earlier, but I want to get to it again. Pat, Pleggy, 11. Uh, rank your favorite Boston outfielders, I guess, with um, salary included, right? It's bets at the top. Yeah, it's bets, J.D., Bradley, Benintendi for me. Bradley, Benintendi. How about you, J.D.? Salary included, yes. Uh, salary included, mm-hmm. um, it would be Betts, JD, Bradley, and then yeah, Devers and Bogarts. Uh, Flores, Mark, nineteen eighty three, JSU. Who was your one and two starting pitchers on DK? Uh, for tournaments, it's Snell and Discofani. Okay, what about uh, what about you, Pepsi? One more time, why don't you get into that? GPPs, I think that I'll have more Paxton and Armenteros there just because uh, Paxton's cheaper, Armenteros a little cheaper, some upside Dever strikeouts. I think that's what I, I like in GPPs. But uh, the best two arms are definitely Snell at the top, and then obviously you can't get to Paxton. It's, uh, it's Flaherty, I think. All right, very good. Uh, next question, how about uh, Kepler or Reynolds in FanDuel Cash? C. Priana wants to know. Kepler or Reynolds? Ooh. 
Ooh, um, boy. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong there. I mean, if you love the Pirates, it's Reynolds. If you're not as big on the Pirates, Kepler's the better hitter facing a righty. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's that's my exact answer. Like, if you love the the Pirates today and you want a Pirate bat or two, um, then I'm fine with you going Reynolds. But I mean, Kepler's he's the better bat. Kepler is the better bat. He's hitting off. He's leading off. Uh, G. Deli, do I want Gregorius and Galvis or Gung in the DK GPP? So Gregorius and Galvis or Gregorius and Gung. I'd say Gregorius, Galvis, Gung in that order, unless you're looking to save money. JSU? Yeah, mine's Gregorius, Gung, Galvis. Okay. Uh, Raymond333, Fandle, GPP, Cruz or Rosario? Got Cruz right now. I would go to Rosario. You want their splits in your favor, ideally. I think at this point in time in their careers, too, that Rosario is actually a better hitter than Cruz. And I, the only reason I would flip that if it was a lefty, and it's not. JSU? Yeah, I mean, I think Rosario gets more ownership than Cruz mm-hmm. just because of that reason. But I think Rosario is the better bat. So it depends on what you want. Do you want lower ownership than Cruz or the better bat in Rosario? I mean, it depends on what your lineup – What like, is your lineup a chalky lineup? If, if it is, then I'd stick with Cruz. Um, if it's not, then I'd go to Rosario. I like that. Um, yep, five minutes to lock, guys. Um... Aaron Judge, one-off DK GPP. Isn't Judge always a, a, a play in GPP if you want it? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned him earlier that uh, if there's one guy versus Herman Marquez I would like to use, it's uh, it's Aaron Judge. He hits the fastball well, and Marquez loves to throw that two-seamer. So, um, you know, again, all the Yankees here want us, so they don't have to pick on Marquez. But, uh, yeah, if you're having some fun in the lineup, maybe don't go all chalky, maybe go cheap at pitcher. It is fun to throw guys like Aaron Judge in the outfield. Florence Mark, 1983, who's the catcher to punt? I mean, Luke Miley, um, right? And maybe McCann if you want it, but it's $1,400 more to get up to him. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, Malley just makes the work. He's not a very good hitter. I mean, Bobby Wilson also, I guess you could do for Detroit, a similar matchup versus uh, Waggers Pack and a bad Jays bullpen if you wanted to get off him for 100 bucks more. But, uh, uh, I mean, Elias Diaz is probably the guy I go to um, if you don't want to completely punt it and you want it real bad. I mean, he's batting eight, but $2,200, that's a much better bat and a better situation. JSU? Yeah, I mean, Diaz would be the guy for me. He's 3K on a, a DK, and he's 2200 or something yeah, like that. On yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's the guy I would go with going up against one of the worst pitchers on the slate if I had to go down. Home runs, boys? You want to give us some uh, home runs? I got JD in the top, and I got Vlad in the so-called value tier. Okay. What about you? Uh, I got uh, Mookie at the top and then um, Jesse Winker kind of like in that mid to low tier. You like you some Winker today, huh? Yeah. I like it. It's a nice little call. Van Meter and Winker too. You like Van Meter a little bit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I think if you want to be really sneaky too, like throwing in a Cincinnati stack um, just as leverage against that chalk Flaherty is not a bad idea. And Cincy too, they're really cheap on FanDuel. Like you can make a Snell lineup work so easily. I know Scooter hasn't been doing well, um, but he's 2,600 at second base, which we really don't like anyways. And there's not that many good plays. So you could throw him in there because you want lefties against Flaherty. You got Winker, you got Van Meter, who's cheap. Like those guys right there, 3K, 2,600 and 2,100 or 2,200 for Van Meter. That's three of your, and then you could throw Votto in. Like, that is a cheap stack you could easily make on FanDuel. We got Aaron Hicks at 12% right now is what I'm looking at. Uh, Lords Gurriel, 15%. I love Gurriel today. I always love Gurriel, though. Man, that Toronto team, I know they suck Pepsi, but, man, there's a lot of young talent. Then Bichette will be up soon. Just yeah, we got more coming, too. I mean, they still blew it in terms of rebuilding quicker than they should have. They let a lot of pieces go for basically nothing like Batista and Donaldson and Hat near the end of their careers. They should have traded them at least a year earlier. They could have had some more pieces, but uh, yeah, we do got some young kids and most of them are all, um, you know, sons of major leaguers, Bichette, Biggio, um, Vlad, Conine's kid. We got like four kids that are, uh, you know, that's the road to go. When in doubt, just draft the kid of the former major leaguer, it seems. I think it's right. Uh, AD Pepping, last question here before we got locked. How many Boston players would you use in DK cash guys? Could you go five? If you can get to five, sure. It's going to be pretty difficult. I think JBG is too cheap to throw him in there for one. 
and we talk about the debate between Devers and Bogarts and then trying to get one outfielder, it's tough. I would say, I think you can get to three if you use JBG, JBJ as, as a cheap outfielder. And then it, it's tough because you got to pick between JD, Betts, Bogarts, and Devers. But so we talked about Vlad being the cheaper pivot off of Devers. So, you know, Bogarts, Betts, and JBJ is probably what most people do in cash. Yeah. Um, and I mean, on FanDuel, I think you could get to four because you have yes. Vasquez who's so cheap with JBJ. Um, is Grichik going to suck today, guys? Oh, that's it. It's locked. We can always say this. Grichik going to suck again today. He's been well, fine in catch. He's got a little he's got a floor. I mean, he's either going to hit a home run or a double or strike out three times or maybe both. So just, just know that he is that typical boomer bust GPP play. He's a solo one-off. He's a, a must in your uh, J stack. But if it's cash and you're counting on him, no, you go somewhere else. Well, let's see if we can start getting some of the uh... – the ownership going on here in just a moment. You guys getting anything popping up? It, it literally just locks. It usually takes a minute or two. But uh, I'm only playing DK. You know, I only really only play DK and Yahoo during baseball season. FanDuel is my, is my cash over an NFL season. You guys play any of the sites like that? You play different on the sites or you just go all in on all the sites? I play a little bit of both on FanDuel all the time, but I tend to stick with more – uh, GBPs on DK for whatever reason. I get some cash in there too, but I don't know. I just tend to play more cash on FanDuel and GBPs everywhere. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I was playing on before th- this past year. I was playing on like three or four sites and um, just doing like everything. And honestly, I stopped doing that and uh, started playing solely, mainly on DK during football. The start of football season last season, just because I realized it was splitting my focus way too far and it actually helped me a lot because last year was like the best year I ever had just like in football and basketball and and everything so far so I mean uh I I think honestly some people like try to start out playing everywhere um because there's there's different edges like you know with the pricing and all that stuff you feel like you can get certain things on certain sites but like honestly I think the better strategy to start would be to play on one site, the site that you feel you're most comfortable with, and then um, try and like crush on that one site. And if you can do that, then eventually you can start adding back another site, which I started doing for baseball where I added in a little fanduel here and there. Um, but for me personally, I, I would tell anyone that's just starting out or just, you know, fairly new, find one site that you you're most comfortable with and just try and hammer that to start. Yep. And I, I also think, you know, football season is a lot different than baseball season. Oh yeah. And there's so much more variance in full point PPR that I just play my cash on FanDuel and throw tournaments on, you know, on both sites, but Yahoo is coming along too. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of games there. They're not taking any management fee. So that's smart. Yeah. It's gotten it in there. <clears throat> Here's a cash. I got some cash for you, some cash numbers. I got uh, Vasquez at 6%. JD's at 78%. Uh, Bogart's at 26%. Devers at 48%. I jammed in both those guys. Went uh, a little lower at pitching, but Devers, Bogart's. Devers at 48, Bogart's at 26. And JSU, you were talking about it. They're going to try and get one guy in over the other, and Devers is the guy they tried to stick in today. Wow. Yeah, I see it actually in the G- one of the GPPs I'm in. Uh, on FanDuel today, it was uh, Devers was 29% and Bogarts was 18 So I thought that pricing was going to make it Bogarts higher than Devers, but it, yeah. I was wrong. Devers was the guy everyone was trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's interesting. But I throw my cash lineup into GPPs just in case it goes off. Um, JD at 26%, Bogarts 15 Devers 24 Almost as high as JD. That's wow. That's surprising with Vlad being so cheap at third. Well, Devers at twenty four percent. Yeah, I think it is interesting. All right, guys. Anything else before we get out of here? Go enjoy my day here in Denver. It's going to be a nice eighty three degrees with no humidity. Rain a little bit later on. How's Toronto looking these days? It is smoking hot these days. I have a pool and I love it. And I'm jumping in once I get off the air. Ah, JSU. How's that Boston summer working for you? Oh, it was lovely. Yesterday was like a hundred. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Same here. We have similar weather. <laughs> like Boston and Chicago, you get totally screwed because the winters are just brutally cold 
And then you get yeah. two or three months in both towns. I live both places. Two or three months where it's just hot as hell, humid as hell. Yeah. You get like the worst. You get like the worst of both. It's- yeah, you get the worst of both. You're right. You get the worst of both in both towns. All right, I'm gonna go outside. It's 76 and uh, sunny. Watch some, watch some games on my phone. Guys, take care of yourself. Pepsi, JSU, everybody. Good luck today. We'll catch you later.